the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by the Green Deco, making your garden beautiful. Hello and welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast podcast. It is summer and it is absolutely chucking it down. But, Julia, we're in the beer garden, we're under your uh, waterproof... Well, well, what would we describe it well, as? Well, let's say we bought it as a sunshade because oh. that's what it is. It's a sunshade, oh. but it's also waterproof. So it's now like we're in a tent, if you can imagine. I don't want to imagine ever being in a tent. Those days have all gone. In fact, if but you yes. were in a tent, if you were in a G-man <laughs> tent, your feet would stick out the end, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, not but my head would go through the top as well. <laughs> no, you're not, because I'm not going. Anyway. Right, anyway, so let's get on with this, because we are up to episode 29. And I'm Elaine. And I'm Julia. And here's a reminder how to get in touch. No tent, no festival, no nothing. Okay. It is straight into Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, at Potty Plotters. TikTok at the Potty Plotters. Email us naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk. Or check out our website pottyplotters.uk. And thanks to everybody who has been getting in touch. So they found us. We don't need to be in a tent anywhere near a festival or anything similar, Julia. We are simply going to be ourselves on the allotment. So carry on sending in your photographs that they have been sending in and also questions we do get excited don't Can we when tell? they come in yeah we do because <laughs> it's like someone's listening so we have had a message from Anne in Chesterfield in North Derbyshire about her carrots and her message says not bad for a first attempt at least I got wonky carrots love listening to the podcast see and that proves that she does listen to our podcast because she said what we wanted people to say which is love Love listening to your podcast yeah Yeah, you're going to say something different love the podcast that's fine it's yours is the shorter version of mine that's okay same difference we've also had one in from sue in stockport she's given us an update with a photograph of her cucumbers now do you remember she contacted us in about april time and she'd got a problem she didn't know whether or not to plant in um compost bags or whether to do it in buckets but she's put advice he did and she as i say has sent a photograph in of a cucumbers going good but very steady so well done sue and glad they're growing so well that's brilliant and we've also had another question in from sue sue bond and she said love the show oh that's yeah, nice right words right quick question none of my first earlies have flowered yet is it a problem? Will I still have potatoes and will they ever flower? Do I harvest anyway? Help! Thanks. <laughs> that was a nice voice over yeah. there. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. Well done. Um, the advice I would say is don't worry that they've not flowered. Something's obviously taken a fancy to them. Mine didn't fa- flower either, ironically. And as soon as they did start to, something at them. Oh. But I can tell you that I've dug up the taters. Absolutely perfect. And mine were swift and also did rocket as well. Absolutely lovely. So get your fork in there, Sue, and don't worry about oh. it. Well, what I said to her, what I yeah. advised her when I wrote back was because Joey's haven't had any flowers some of yeah. his haven't so some varieties just yeah. don't flower so I advised her if they were early it's kind of the time span 10 to 12 weeks yeah. and just get a hand in and have a yeah. little furkle yeah but you like doing that don't you I do you? like a little furkle and she did do that and she pulled a, a root out and she did have some so hurrah handy hint have a tickle. Do you get what I mean, though? I Fair said handy hint. No, oh, handy. yeah. Right, okay, yeah. then. Okay. Right, then, let's get cracking. Oh, hang and, on, uh, hang oh, on. We've what? got another question. Okay. Gareth, producer Gareth. Oh, yeah. How's oh. your... Hello. Hello. You can get a Did word you wake in. him up? Yeah. <laughs> 
how's the greenhouse going gareth after we sorted it out for you a little wild to say the least. Oh, oh but, we've got to go back. No, you might have to. But I brought you something. Oh, I brought a present. What's oh, this? so you know when you came round and we couldn't pronounce the variety of tomatoes that we were planting? <laughs> Not beef fast, <laughs> no, no, yeah. We've got some, and I want oh. you to taste them. I have washed them. Oh, good. Oh, so yeah. uh, take one and washed. try them. Thanks. Nice bag these, as yeah, well. Nice, oh yeah, nice they're bag. nice size. Thank a little you. tiny. Well, they were because tomato. they've got that many side shoots. We had to yeah. take them out, so they weren't growing quite as big as they could have done. But the side but shoots. That's the size they're supposed to be. That's oh, the size you buy them in the, the shop. The ones that I've got in my polyton are the same variety. Yeah, but you've got whoppers, Julia. <laughs> Just don't try say it, that. Try okay. It. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. That's not bad at all. Down with Perfect with a bit of salt. No, I don't need to. with that one. No, no, very nice. Lovely. Where did you buy them from? I bought them from a well-known supermarket. <laughs> right. It wasn't Tesco, Morrison's, Waitrose, Marks and Spencer's, Aldi or Lidl. Okay, mm. right. Or the co-op. It's like a <laughs> Yeah, and then you kept the seeds and you grew them from those seeds. Yes, so we did what, what we did at, uh, if you remember going back to episode 14 when we went to uh, World Earth Day at Derby County, where we sliced the tomato up, we put it in the compost and we waited for it to shoot up and then we uh, we, we pricked out the uh, the shoots that came and then I've got, is it three or four, I can't remember now, four of those in the greenhouse in the corners and they've they, that's the second batch I've had off them. I've already eaten some of them. Oh, well done. Ooh. Well done, that's worth showing off about, isn't it? Yeah. But if not, nip in on our podcast and hog a couple of minutes, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and you did. Contact the Potty Plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Potty Plotters or email naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk Now then, let's get on to proper stuff. Thanks, Gareth. Get back to your place. Thank you. Right then, uh, kohlrabi. What on earth is it? Well, it's the alien plant. That's what I like to call it. It's an alien plant, isn't it? It's Mm. kind of, it's a brassica. Why are we talking about it? Well, you could sow some now. It is getting very late in the season, but as we can hear, the season's just very odd at the moment. So what I would say is it is something that you could probably still set and you would have a harvest from. They might not be as big, but you don't want them to get too big, Elaine. You don't want them bigger than a tennis ball at all because then they'll go hard and woody. But they are a brassica and they taste a bit like a, a white cabbage, I would say. Right, so if we were to set them today, yes. and all we're going to do is put them in multi-purpose compost, yep. little seeds, and how long will they take to germinate? The rate everything's going at mm. the moment, I would say within seven days you'd start to see them up and, and running, and then... Running? That's interesting. Paul <laughs> <laughs> will be running. <laughs> no, they take <laughs> off. <laughs> right. So, so once they kind of get their true leaves on, yep. um, the, so you get your baby leaf, your yep. true leaf, then I'd prick them out, pop them into cell trays, and then I would plant them onto the plot. Make sure, because they're a brassica, that you have covered them, because again, everything will get them, so... So we cover them, I've been covering with them with the EnviroMesh, the, the thick netting, because they don't need a pollinator, Elaine. Okay. So, uh, and just talking about brassicas, just as a sideline, a couple of weeks ago, can you remember I actually planted some posh kale seeds? Yes. Well, I've actually now pricked them out. They've grown on in the cell trays, and this week they'll also be going in the plot. So it'll be posh crisp soon. That is great. The other thing is, Julia, that you fill in the gap. Yes. Because often what t- what tends to happen is people are growing 
you know, hell let loose really, isn't it, from April, May onwards. And then what happens is, as we start to harvest everything, everywhere becomes, oh, it's a wasp. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get rid of that. Um, and it, it creates a gap. And it's filling that gap. But you've got to think before you get the gap to fill the gap, exactly. if you get me. Exactly. Have you got me again about that gap? I've got you, right, strangely okay. enough. That's <laughs> and not many people do. And how long will the kohlrabi take to grow? Um, I would say within two or three months they'll really get going because the weather conditions are ideal for yeah. them. And uh, like I say, you know, you don't have to leave them till they're big. But if you've never grown them before, um, they are quite funny to look at. They do look like a spaceship. I think they look like an alien spaceship. So they're like a round ball on a stalk. And then they've got all these mad shoots coming off the top at different angles. So <laughs> they're just fascinating. So if nothing more, you don't want to eat them, just grow them because you can look at them. Exactly. Not a bad thing. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. Sponsored by The Green Deco. Okay then, right, well I want to talk about my parsnips. I'm going Do to talk you? about Are me. you showing yes, off again? Yes, 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 I am. Now then, we grew them a very long time ago and then we set them on the plot in episode 17, I think it was. Now then, I can tell you, Julia, that they are massive. They are actually ready to be taken and it's the first time ever that I've set them as early as I did and I can take them now. Now, what I would say is, I think that's come about because of the weather. We yeah. keep coming back to the weather, but I think it is. We haven't really had any prolonged dry spell. No. We had like a week or a week and a half. And um, since then, it's been really quite wet and the parsnips have loved it. Yeah. They're still where I planted them and they are actually now showing their shoulders through the soil. You try saying that after <laughs> a gin, but they are. So um, I am actually going to be a devil this week and I'm going to pull one up and see how big they are. Now then, I looked over at producer Gareth because although he helps us with all of this, in fact, he does it all, it's fair to say. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, he is a marvel. Um, Never asked him if he likes parsnips and I think it's time that we started to test him and taste everything. Yeah. Yeah. Now then, Gareth, do you like parsnips? Do you think you don't like parsnips? No, I don't like parsnips. Uh. What I find is, have you... You know when you go out for a Sunday lunch and they bring you the trays of vegetables, I find that parsnips hide with the roast potatoes and you pick one up by accident. When you think you've got a nice crispy roast potato, what you've actually got is an evil parsnip. (laughs) Right. Right, so uh, if we were to camouflage it with maybe a bit of Parmesan cheese, would that alter maybe? It'd still be a parsnip. Okay, what about a parsnip roulade? I've got a fantastic recipe. That's a Delia What you're recipe. doing, Elaine, is I'm telling him to, yeah. what you're going to make. Yeah. So he's like, automatically going to say no. It's okay. a bit like, you know when you once made a chocolate cake and told me there was beetroot in it? Yeah. And I went... Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a bit like that. If we'd have never okay. said, he'd have never so known. If, yeah. But so we, we did have to tell him. Like, remember, okay. remember when you were when you were a kid and those uh, vegetables you didn't eat. Yeah. And let's let's pick on them. The Brussels sprouts, for example. Love them. Yeah. You may <laughs> do, but my mum used to crush them down and claim they were cabbage, despite the fact they tasted nothing like cabbage. Even after she boiled them to to hell and back. You still have that image in your mind of what you're actually eating, so. 
it may still taste of parsnip. Okay, so uh, the moral to the story is Julia will camouflage it and test it on him. Exactly. I'm going to test something on you at some point, probably. Oh, yeah, you keep your hands to yourself, lad. (laughs) Right then. Right, well, you just uh, carry on talking about what we do. Well, look, we're saving sweet pieces. That's what it says we're talking about next. So I'm just going to go and get some that I've been cutting off. Carry on talking. I will carry on talking, yes, because I'm just thinking very quickly of all the recipes that I've got involving parsnips, and they will be around, Gareth, so be warned. Oh, nice bag. We've had lots of people contacting yeah. us about sweet peas and them starting to turn yellow at the bottom, yes. haven't we? Yeah. And, and what we'd say to them is, once they start to go, like any pea, once they start to dry out, there's no going back with it. So what we say is save the seeds. And it's something that we've been doing now for the past five years. And we have great success with it. Yeah, you get loads lovely. and loads of free seeds, which yes. we love to go out and give away um, when, we, when we go and do talks. But the beauty of it is that we found that the plants that come from them are actually much stronger, aren't they, Elaine? Yeah, they are. And we're going to talk about them and start them all off again later in the year because yeah. that's what we do. But I will say that it's it's like bargain corner. And yeah. we're always happy, aren't we? When things go to seed, most people are unhappy, but we get V-excited. And all we're going to do is we're going to pod them yeah. and then with the seeds, let them dry completely and pop them into little brown envelopes. Or I've got some proper... Um, silicon ones Ooh, as well so I have they have gone completely mad they were about 3p for loads <laughs> so, so anyway, we've got them anyway I went into the polytunnel because I'd been growing some sweet peas in there as you know and they've gone over and we have hundreds and hundreds of sweet pea seeds so I've gone in and I've got this lovely paper bag it is and if you get a paper bag they're worth holding on to and I've just been cutting off all of the sweet pea seeds that have turned brown. So the pods themselves, yes, yeah. Yes. And Why have you waited until they've gone brown? Well, that means they've dried out. Okay. Um, and so the reason that I've kept them in the paper bag, and uh, you've had an experience with this, haven't you, Elaine? I have, yes. Do you want to tell the listeners? <laughs> Only because you've mentioned it, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, you see, I didn't do what we now tell everybody else to do, which is keep them in a brown paper bag or in a carrier bag bag like that not a plastic bag because they'll sweat and all that you do is you turn the top down so that the peas don't escape now you might be thinking peas escaping <laughs> indeed they will and they did and what i did was i thought i was being clever i put them on a tray on my back parcel shelf on the in the car inside the car julia that's what i did because i thought oh it's nice and warm and so they can just dry but the problem that i didn't know at that time was sweet peas will release themselves <laughs> they, they, they do and they fling them as far as possible <laughs> they do they? yeah it's self-preservation it is them, it is it? Yeah. which i think is the genius but what happens is you've got the brown pod there when you try to flip it open and i'm just oh there it just popped and when you pop it open it flings itself usually twiddles itself round and then throws all these lovely little black seeds around now what happened was i was driving and i felt something in my hair now when you're driving you think oh that's a wasp or something 
terrible. But of course it wasn't. It's sweet peas and I've got them all in my cart. They're everywhere. But they didn't grow because I had to get the what Uber in there. What a shame. What a shame. funny if they'd have been growing out in your car. But anyway, so that's what we've done. So we've got an enormous bag. And although these are dry, I'm just going to leave them on one side for a little bit longer to dry out a little bit more. And then uh, half of them will have probably self-released. The rest of them, I'm just going to pop them. So looking forward to 2024 already. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. This episode of the Plotcast is being brought to you by the Green Deco, suppliers of plants and shrubs to the trade and public at unbelievable prices. Find them by searching online for The Green Deco. I'm going to spell that out for you. G-R-E-E-N-D-E-C-O. And they're also linked from our social media. Hints and tips for shortcuts to success. The Potty Plotters Plotcast. Elaine, hmm. you've got a hint and tip, haven't you, about chillies? I've got loads of hints and tips. Oh, you're full of but ideas, I you I could are. do a book about hints and tips. Nobody would ever read it, but at least it would keep me quiet for a little while. <laughs> so, I just wanted to talk to you about chillies. I know that you grow them, I grow them, and sometimes uh, you tend to get a glut of them. So, what I would say to you is, did you know that you can freeze them? No. Well, you can. So what I do is uh, the ones that go red, in particular the KN, what I do is as soon as they go red, pop them into a plastic bag, put them in the freezer, and then every now and again, when more actually ripen, stuff them in. And before you know it, you've got a bag full. Use them by just simply defrosting and pop them into your curries, into your rice, whatever it is that you want to use them in. There. Did you know? But you've got a big freezer, haven't you? I've got a big lots of things, Julia, but I'm not going to talk about it on here. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. Looking at your melons, Julia. I beg your pardon. I have, and I have been in. I've looked at uh, Jackie's as well. Yeah. And I think you have got some competition. But I wanted to talk to you about, do you ever get mildew on your melons? Uh, No, I don't, but I know somebody who does. I'm looking at Gareth here. Because when we went to Gareth's little greenhouse that was very full and crammed, we did notice that the melon had got uh, mildew growing on it. Melon mildew. Melon mildew. Mm. And it's quite common. uh, And the reason it's common is because he had no airflow getting around his melons. You can't argue with that. (laughs) And what about you? Have you got any? What, melons? Got melons. Or, or what mildew? about mildew on no, your melons? Not, no, I've not, because what I've been doing is thinning them out, making sure that they've got space to grow um, and that they've got plenty of room around them, whereas obviously in Gareth's greenhouse it was very crammed in there and there was very little airflow. So It's a good job that he brought us a little present today, isn't it? Because otherwise I'd feel like we're picking on him all the time. I think you are. <laughs> is it that sort of this time of year people are already contacting us about having green tomatoes but why is it that so many people have still got green tomatoes julie because i'm in the tomato fest and it looks like uh, gareth and you are but where have people gone wrong or have they gone wrong i wouldn't say they've gone wrong what i would say is it's been later this year definitely uh, tomatoes have taken longer to ripen i think just because of the, the weather conditions we've not had much sunshine really have we and also i think I'm not going to mention what Gareth did wrong, but I think it's because some people obviously aren't picking out the side shoots, so the sun can't get to the fruit very easily, so they're not ripening. So I've got two tips for them. First of all, 
bananas get your bananas in with your tomatoes because they help ripen them believe it or not because they emit that what, a whole banana no to eat the banana and just oh. put the just put the skin banana in there skin. Yeah. right and where do you put the banana skin hang it on them or what <laughs> what what are we saying no i just throw it at the bottom of the plant oh so i eat a lot of bananas in the summer so they go in the in the greenhouse underneath the plant and they emit a, a gas called ethylene i think it's have called. you made that all no mm, if you right, look okay. that up on mm. that google thing <laughs> That's what it's called. And that helps ripen the tomatoes. Also, when you're picking and you have got red tomatoes, if you leave one or two that are red, they will carry on ripening the others around them. And one thing you can be doing is slowing down on the watering yeah. a little bit because that also makes the plant think it should be coming to an end and therefore ripening the tomatoes. Well, we've got plenty of water at the minute, haven't we? The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. Sponsored by the Green Deco. Well, we talked about dahlias, Julia. Well, I talk about them all the time, but we do t- did talk about them on the Plotcast on episode 23. But now I want to talk about deadheading them. And ironically, I was talking to Helen over on Plot... Uh, is she on Plot 8 or 9? No. 9. Um, just yesterday, and she was asking me how and when to deadhead a dahlia. So it's um, the right time to be talking about it. Now then, what I want to tell people is don't just take the head of the dahlia off. Go right the way down to where that stem meets the main stalk and snip it off there. And you usually find that there's some little shoots ready that are going to produce some more flowers. So do that. The other thing is, Helen asked whether it's the pointy bit or whether it's the round bit, i.e. the head. The board, yeah. 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 And I think that's really important, actually. I always think point behind and face forward. That's the way that I remember it. It's another hint and tip, actually, Julia. point behind means that the flower is behind it's, it's done finished and gone, right. yes okay. so you can take that off and again go right the way down the stem to where it meets the stalk and take it off where you've got the round one that's actually a new flower it's a new bud leave that oh yeah that's a, that's actually a good advice there really well you're sounding like that was a shock thanks okay. what are we doing next time next then next time next time well we'll be doing something different oh, really yes we will <laughs> because next week it's national allotments week da, 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 da. you'd have thought the producer gareth would have had a trumpet of some sort at this stage yeah. wouldn't you it's our week it's like oh oh hello now We're then sorry. that was very timely <laughs> julia <laughs> Turn that'll that do off, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what are we doing then well Uh, We're going out and we're going to talk to people about why they've got allotments. Okay. We're going to be taking some gardening questions as well. Yeah. We've got lots of interesting people that we're talking to. So we've got Ed Morrison from an allotment called Roots Allotments in Bath. And we're also talking to Bethany Leake, who is a researcher at Sheffield University, who's running a project across England investigating the diets of allotment growers. Well, well, good luck on that, Bethany. But yeah. that actually sounds very interesting. That's a bit of a worry, really, because I've put four stone on since I've had an allotment. I think that's all the cake you forced upon me. But well, is that chocolate and beetroot by any chance? Well, it's every kind of vegetable cake. I convince myself that it's healthy because it's got a vegetable in it, but that's well, not do true, me. is it? Yeah. So it sounds very intriguing, Julia. And what we need to do is remind people to get the pens and papers ready. Have you got any pen and paper? 
Yes, People I don't actually, use that anymore. No, yeah. no, I like pen and paper. Do you? What yeah. do you do with it, Julia? <laughs> I write on it, believe it or not, Elaine. Okay, That's so what people did in the olden days. Shall we do a menu order now, then? Because I think it's time to show up. Let's just have a cup of tea or something. Oh, that's a good idea. You've got your pen and paper and you can do an order. No, I can remember. There's only four of us here. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by The Green Deco, is an Amberland Media production.